0: With us today is Mario Konomo, a former banker from uh, New York, London, Zurich, and uh, other large money center banks, and uh, he usually gives us a report on what's going on in Europe. Mario, what the heck is going on in Europe? Are things any better or worse?
1: So good morning cats roundtable a couple of things to discuss this morning and specifically we know that President Biden Biden met with uh, the German Chancellor to discuss potential China involvement uh, in the war in the Ukraine uh, China supporting the Russians Uh, once again I'm going to tell you that if in fact this were to happen, uh, and the U.S. were to, along with Europe, impose sanctions uh, and uh, have China pay the price, as America is saying, Europe will once again come out the biggest loser in any type of scenario like that. The reason for that, obviously, is because Europe relies heavily on China as a market, uh, and the reality is, even though China produces a lot of goods which are shipped to the U.S., and to Europe, for that matter... Uh, Europeans rely on the large Chinese domestic market to be able to sell many of their goods.
0: Well, uh, any particular countries that are more so of a problem than others?
1: Well, if you look at, for example, France, where LVMH is based, uh, the large luxury goods uh, uh, producer, uh, China and asia but which is really china accounts for roughly one-third of their revenues so if you were to sanction china and you were to say to lvmh are no longer allowed to sell in asia and in china uh, that would mean that they would see roughly one-third of their revenues decline now it's true last year they did see that but that was all specifically covid driven uh, because china was closed as a marketplace so i don't i don't believe many of these large european companies are going to be very excited to see uh, China put on the same list as Russia is, meaning that it is a sanctioned country, and therefore they're no longer allowed to trade with it. I think there's something else we need to look at also, and that's the reality uh, that the Chinese, along with the Russians, are actually pretty far ahead in establishing a digital currency, which is going to be backed by gold, to allow many countries, China, uh, Russia, as well as many other countries in the BRICS uh, category, to engage in trade using this digital currency and moving away from the U.S. dollar. Again, this is going to be backed by gold. We know China, since 2018, has been selling large amounts of U.S. treasuries, and they've been substituting that by buying gold in the open market. So the reality is we see there is essentially a decoupling being done by China and Russia away from the U.S. dollar and once again coming back to the theme of setting up a multipolar world versus a unipolar world. This will have an impact, by the way, on the U.S. Uh, In a unipolar world, the U.S. can run huge deficits and a large debt. In a multipolar world, that starts to become substantially more difficult. The cost of borrowing increases. Uh, when you have many other countries out there that until now have been buying U.S. Treasuries and keeping our interest rates low, you're going to see a situation where they're going to start moving away from the U.S. Treasury market. They're going to start engaging in trade using this digital currency, which is backed by gold and other natural resources. And there will be a dramatic impact uh, and a shift eventually in our both our quality and standard of living in the U.S. and in Europe.
0: Understood. Now, let me ask you. China, China's relationship with the United States, isn't it more important than China's relationship with Russia?
1: So that's a very interesting question. And the short answer is my personal opinion. I don't believe so. And I'll tell you why. China has a very large domestic market. China has a very large domestic savings rate. Um, does China want to lose the u s market no of course it doesn 't they want to continue to be able they want to be able to continue to sell to the u s market at the end of the day that 's what you know makes countries grow and makes uh, countries uh, productive however, if China has to in a world where the U.S. is going to dictate terms and they're going to run the potential of being on the receiving end of sanctions in much the same way that Russia has been, China is going to seek an alternative route. And I believe that's what they're doing now. I think that we're going to see a very real economic war in the coming weeks and months between China and. I don't know how it's going to play out. There's a. Uh, regular conventional military war Going on in the Ukraine We know that But There's going to now be A very strong economic war Which is going to be waged Between the U.S. and China um, Either way U.S. and China Being what they are Europe will once again Come out the biggest loser In any type of economic war That's waged between China And the U.S.
0: What is the status of Germany And France uh- creating uh, uh, nuclear uh, energy or, or talking about nuclear energy being a green energy.
1: I think France will continue with uh, nuclear uh, power. It's a large component of its current industrial uh, uh, output in terms of energy. I think the Germans may consider it. I'm not sure that the current German government, as it's constituted, will go ahead with the Greens in it to allow for nuclear energy. I do know that one of the energy associations in Europe has said that the reality is Europeans can expect high energy bills through 2025, that's almost three years from now. So I'm not sure what that's going to do to industry. We already know we're beginning to see a very real deindustrialization of Germany. Um, that's pretty dramatic, it's, uh, and it's driven principally by the fact that uh, the, the, the large German companies can no longer get cheap energy from Russia, and basically energy that they were getting in abundance, which, was, which, which drove the German economic miracle, has now disappeared. So we're beginning. We're going to see German deindustrialization. I don't think the Germans under, like I said, the current government with the Greens as a part of it will actually resort to using nuclear energy. However, France will continue to use it.
0: Understood. Uh, Anything else you want to tell the American people?
1: Yes, there's one thing I do want to say, and America has to be very careful with respect to this. Given the deindustrialization that I'm talking about that's going to start to occur, that's already started to occur in Europe, America has to be very careful. Um, At the moment, China, Russia, they're all over the world. While America is strictly focusing on Europe and the Ukraine and mustering support uh, for the war against the Russians by the Ukrainians, This leaves a vacuum and a void in the rest of the world that the Chinese and the Russians are filling. They are going out, they're visiting other countries, they're establishing trade and relations. The Chinese, uh, roughly 70% of the lending that happens in Africa is done by the Chinese. It's not done by the United States or by the Europeans for that matter. So the U.S. needs to be very careful that it doesn't focus all of its energies on the European Union. uh, And the European Union also needs to be very careful that it doesn't rely exclusively on the U.S. Because what will eventually happen is you'll have a Europe and a U.S. and you'll have everybody else. And that's not going to work in the interests of Europe or the U.S.
0: Mario Konamu, thank you so much for your updates and we'll catch up with you again real soon.
1: Thank you. Enjoy your day.
0: PriorityGoldGuide.com